1: wine and crime the podcast where three friends <laughs> chug wine chat true crime countdown from 100 <laughs>
0: from 20 don't search it calm up calm down
1: <laughs> and unleash their worst minnesotan accents you're um, welcome uh, i'm you're kenyon
0: welcome. <laughs> i'm lucy and i'm amanda And I'm still stuck on my Bronx accent from our drunk dive that we released (laughs) yesterday.
1: (laughs) It lives within me. It's so good. I was dreaming in that accent last night. (laughs) Saga. Oh, my God. All right. Well, I am jet lagged and hopped up on cold medicine. You got home like a week ago. Yeah, she's
0: been home for a month. I don't know what's going on here. Go <laughs> to the doctor. It only
1: hits me when I'm coming back this way.
0: It's an African air. No,
1: Ooh, I, don't I don't think I'm. I don't think it's jet air. lag. I think I'm mainly just sick. But anyway, um, <laughs> we right. have a very special fan pick
0: this mm. week.
1: This actually is one that I was super excited for. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm.
1: Pacific Northwest crimes. Beautiful
2: oh, country. Such yes. a great
1: viticultural region. <laughs> mm. And this episode is brought to you by Raven Harris, who is a vitamin. Raven is mm. in the Air Force. God bless. That's so Raven. God that, bless. That is so that Raven. Is, that's so Some Raven. vitamin Raven. Raven. Mm-hmm.
0: I love it. Pumped. Pumped. So yeah. So pumped. Pumped. (laughs) Are we pumped? We're pumped. Pump it up. We're Pacific North pumped. Consider me pumped. Color me pumped.
1: All right. So. Color me pumped. (laughs) What is our wine pairing? Because I'm going to need some wine to forget what just happened.
0: I mean, hashtag never forget, first (laughs) of all. Color me pumped. Second of all, color me pumped. (laughs) Third of all. We are drinking one of Wink Wine Club's delicious selections, the Pacificana Pinot Noir. Ooh. And if you're just joining us today, welcome. And if you're not just joining us today, welcome back. Wink is one of our earliest sponsors and they are still with us. I don't know how, but I love it. (laughs) They love us. We love them. They scratch our backs. We scratch theirs with my back. And it's a
1: love fest.
0: Oh, and we have a nice little offer with Wink Wine Club, where if you go to try Wink, that's T-R-Y-W-I-N-C, dot com forward slash gals, G-A-L-S, and use that gals promo code, you get 20 bucks off your first box of wine. And let me talk to you about that box of wine. You can peruse their generous inventory of wines from all over the world, but a lot from the Pacific Northwest. Mm-hmm. Hello. No. Mm-hmm. And once you put four or more wines in your cart... They take care of the shipping. They amazing. send it to your house yeah. or to your Walgreens or to your work or to your grandma. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like the great never having to leave your home solution to wine shopping. Mine are yeah. literally
1: so, sent to my grandfather. Yeah. It's great. They're amazing. It's so great. So <laughs> he wants to get the wine
0: cellar. He truly does. <laughs> Try wink.com forward slash gals. Get that 20 bucks off and let's talk about this wink wine. Yes, yes, yes. Obviously, the name makes this a great pairing, but the varietal does, too. Pinot Noir. (laughs) Yes. You may have noticed that hot countries like Argentina, Spain, and parts of South Africa are not famous for their Pinot Noir wines. And there's a good reason for this. Because Pinot Noir likes cool climates like the the specific Pacific (laughs) Pacific Northwest. Specifically the Pacific Northwest. Specifically the Pacific Northwest (laughs) in particular. Uh, with those cooling sea breezes, because mm. if it's too hot, the subtle flavors in the grape get, quote, cooked inside mm. the grape's thin skin by too much heat and sun, rendering the grape useless, just like me when I'm in the sun for too long. <laughs> I know, really
2: identify useless. that,
0: particularly <laughs>
2: the thin skin with, by too thin much skin heat. cooked <laughs> by too much heat. I can't just handle gonna, the heat. I'm
1: just going to announce, I'm cooked. Yeah. <laughs>
0: This Get grape out of the is sun cooked. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> this particular wine is medium bodied with a touch of fruity, fruity fruit juice with a dry finish, notes of earthy mushroom, oh. pink peppercorn, oh. balanced out by raspberry and red cherry. Hello. Oh. Saunter on up into my mouth. Color me, cooked. Kind of Color noir. me Color may pumped. Color me cooked. Color me pumped this little mama was aged for 12 months that translates to one year in french and american oak this 2017 pinot noir is elegant and balanced and showcases a fresh quaffable queefable style
1: quaffable yes (laughs) bringing
0: back quaffable and she's a popper so you're going to want to bust out your nice pop wine key and if you don't have one yet Wander on over to our online store at wineandcrimepodcast.bigcartel.com. And Lucy is doing the honors this week of that sweet, sweet pop.
2: Yes, I am. So
0: you want to take it away?
2: I'm throwing it back with our uh, winged corkscrew, because that's what I had within reach.
0: Great. (laughs) Always have one within reach, Mm -hmm. unless you're on an airplane. They'll take that away. They're Uh littering
2: my house. I love it. Okay. Going to get her going. uh. Okay, we're ready? Mm hmm. Oh, we ready? I'm pumped! (laughs) Color me pumped! Pumped for that pop! Pumped for that pop! (laughs) Alright, ready? Yep! Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. Oh my god, I have to stand up. Ha! Color me Kenyon! I'm not alone! (laughs) (laughs) Okay, putting her between my thighs, we got this.
0: Oh my god, crack them like a walnut.
2: Oh Jesus, what's happening? Are you okay? She's feeling yes, a lot I of feelings. I just opened wine in a while, which is not like me. Okay.
0: Uh, oh, oh, here we oh, go. Here we go. Oh, oh,
2: Killer oh. oh. <gasps> <gasps> oh. pop
0: was guttural. I'm sweating. Quaffable Uh, pop. Okay.
2: She smells good. All
1: right. Well, while Mm, Lucy mm, 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 comes mm, mm, mm. down from that.
2: Yeah. (sighs) I'm good. I'm all right.
1: Uh, You you just hear the... She's (laughs) pulling the cork (laughs) off
0: of the... (laughs) Yes. Yes, I am. And it sounds like Edward Scissorhands making topiaries. (laughs) 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 It's
1: really intense. (laughs) Trimming right. the hedges. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just giving people the best haircut of their lives. Oh, I want oh. an
0: Edward Scissorhands oh, haircut.
1: <laughs> All right. <laughs> what is our background and psych for Pacific Northwest crimes? Yeah, Well, you know... I uh,
2: started looking into crime statistics for the region and found out that the region is not so easy to define, so it's I ditched just, that. Just we're wave gonna... your hand
0: over a map and go, it's over here. It's, it's this
2: general area, so we're going to start corner. out with a little
0: geography. Okay. The Where dis- is the Pacific Northwest in relation to Peniston?
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Due to the other side of
2: the globe. <laughs> Um, okay, the Pacific Northwest, the PN dub, is a geographic region Nick. in Western North America with the Pacific Ocean to the west and loosely the Cascade Mountain Range to the east. And that is why this region is sometimes referred to as Cascadia. Oh. Ew. I've never heard that before. It's I beautiful. Have
1: never heard of the Cascade Mountain Range. Continue. Cascadia to me sounds
0: like a cleaning supply.
1: Yeah.
0: Like leave no streaks with
2: Cascadia. Cascadia, <laughs> like a, a fresh <laughs> new uh, lemon scent. dishwasher pod. Yeah, yes. Cascadia. <laughs> 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 Do not consume. It's it's beautiful. <laughs> Seattle, Portland, and Vancouver are the big cities in this area, and uh, there is no official boundary for this region, as I said, but it generally includes British Columbia of Canada. Mm. Idaho, Oregon, and Washington
1: of the United States. Or and sometimes or, sorry, it, Idaho surprises me, but okay. Yeah, I mean, if you're thinking
2: about like the uh, uh, what am I saying? Like the nature element. Idaho's yeah. wild.
1: Yeah, totally. Lots I of
2: always forget
0: that Idaho is not like in the deep south. <laughs> I was it's like, "Some feels wrong about how not. northern Idaho actually is.
2: <laughs> I, like no, how many, I don't how many, trust p- it. how many people do not know the difference between Idaho, Ohio, and Iowa?
0: <laughs> oh, There's yeah. a difference? It's rough.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So sometimes the Pacific Northwest can include parts of southeast Alaska and yukon which is okay. a canadian federal territory and also where my dad goes moose hunting every year and oh, super right. doesn't murder anybody and hide their body in the yukon woods
1: definitely He's not fine. it's fine but i just I really want him to make me one of those moose slippers a pair me of those moose too. slippers okay okay so I'll let it do your thing
2: okay put Go. our order in i love my moose slippers they're so comfy i'm so um, jealous Quick anecdote. (laughs) So the place where we get those moose slippers is in, mm, I want to say Owatonna in Minnesota. Uh And Uh it's like a tannery. So you can bring in your own leather for them to tan it and cure it and whatever and then make slippers out of it, as my dad did with the moose hide. But you can also just buy deer leather slippers. They just have them in stock there. So Mm. for Christmas... Corey and I bought his brother and his wife and their child all matching deer skin slippers because they're like hunters, whatever. We thought that it was kind of an odd gift, and that they would like it as much as we like our moose slippers. Mm-hmm. The day before oh, they we did gave not, them though, did to, they? <laughs> the day before we gave them to them for Christmas, they became
1: vegans.
2: His brother tells me this story about how he was dressing a deer like the month before and he developed an allergic reaction so he's like (gasps) laughing and he's like "Ah, apparently i'm allergic to deer skin i was like okay cool oh no abort (laughs) abort
0: i also think it's important to point out that when you said dressing a deer i immediately imagined putting a deer in a dress
1: Yeah, I imagine like hanging it upside down by its back
2: legs and like splitting it open. I get it
0: now. Like I get it after a couple seconds of sitting on it in the context of the conversation. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But what popped into my mind is like a pink polka dot dress on a a deer. That's Mm -hmm. cute. That's cuter than literally literally dressing a deer. Yeah.
2: Um, okay, so that's my story. Okay, so that's the Yukon. So Good it, job. So it can also include parts of Northern California and parts of Western Montana and Wyoming. So all of this is to say the Pacific Northwest defies definition. Do not put Cascadia into a box. Mm-hmm. Nobody puts Cascadia baby in a corner. Mm-mm. Except she cannot a map. be defined. So in terms of history, the region has been occupied by a diverse array of indigenous peoples. Some scholars view it as a likely major coastal migration route by the late Pleistocene peoples moving from Northeast Asia into the Americas. Because this area was so rich in wildlife and uh, river fisheries, some of the indigenous peoples developed politically complex sedentary societies. Say that 10 times fast. Don't actually, Amanda. Nope. No, thank you. <laughs> I knew you were speaking directly to me, and I am answering No. <laughs> You did count down fully from 20 to start this episode, so I just want to cover my bases. You know what? I'm just trying to get us pumped. Color us pumped. Color us (laughs) pumped. So these politically complex sedentary societies um, were developed while also remaining hunter-gatherers. So that's not super common when you're thinking of, um, like, ancient civilizations around the world. Okay, um, so these societies include the Tlingit.
1: Cute. Love it.
2: love it. Which which means people of the tides. I loved that. And the Haida people on the Alaskan panhandle. These groups are important to anthropologists and archaeologists because they are one of the few of their kind that survived to historic contacts. So you hear about these really complex civilizations that archaeologists... Um, sort of discover like way after they've all been they've all died out and their civilizations have kind of been destroyed for one reason or another but these people in this area um they lasted until the Europeans crashed their party so
0: uh-huh. we Europeans were
2: able- <laughs> ruining everything right seriously mm-hmm so when the Europeans crashed their party, they recorded these diverse cultures as having complex hunting and fishing societies, large sedentary villages. So that just means that they're not moving around. They're like fucking there. Right, right, mm-hmm. right. Um, They ha- They had big houses. They had systems of social rank and prestige, extensive trade networks, and many other factors more commonly associated with societies based on domesticated
1: agriculture. So they were doing so their, their own week. thing. Yeah.
2: They were very unique in that way. So, really interesting. I could have done a lot more research on this, but alas, this is a true crime uh podcast, so I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Um, lots of Russians settled in this area, beginning in the mid 1700s. Also, some Spanish and French people. There was lots of fur trading. There were some Scandinavians who imported their views on socialism, which there takes was some us to
0: dolls.
2: <laughs> <laughs> which takes us to the politics of the Pacific Northwest. Mm-hmm. Boo. Well, Granola, today, one unflattering CBD sandals.
1: oils. Yeah. yeah.
2: Gay rights, boo. Soy candle shops. An odd
1: corner (laughs) of the
2: the clan. Well, let me explain this to you because you seem to have some ideas already. (laughs) Some pre-existing interpretations. You seem to be
0: spot on and you've covered our case and now we're good.
2: (laughs) Um, So today, one major distinction of the Pacific Northwest is the generally left-leaning progressive political policies, specifically... The Rise of the Labor Movement, Legal Weed, Physician-Assisted Suicide, and that um, started with Oregon's 1994 Death with Dignity Act. I remember that. Do you guys remember yep, Terry yep. Schiavo? Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, God, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: But I, I think she was in, like, Florida. I don't know. But that was, like, a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, LGBTQIA rights. Uh, they passed same-sex marriage in 2014. Um, Oregon did, that is, and environmental activism. And that is not to say that the population as a whole is necessarily strongly liberal, but the large urban cities represent the majority of the population, and that's how democracy works. Sorry about it. That said, the eastern portion of the Pacific Northwest, um, so the more inland areas that are more rural, tend to be less trustful of the government, super pro-gun rights, etc. Hello, Ruby Ridge. That happened Mm. in Idaho, I believe.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's some wackadoos happening.
2: All over the place. In
1: some pockets. Some pockets. Yeah.
0: Florida.
2: Culturally, the Pacific Northwest delivers a lot of good music. (laughs) Or at least they really delivered it in the 90s. Not so sure about now. So if you've ever had an emotion and cried to a song, you can thank somebody out of the Pacific Northwest because... Those groups include Nirvana, Pearl Jam, Soundgarden, Foo Fighters, Alice in mm. Chains, The Decemberists. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just made me cry all the time. And Jimi Hendrix was also from Seattle, so.
1: Oh, Damn interesting. It. Also um, soundtrack of Amanda's weird coming of age. <laughs> J- you were like, there was Hendrix? a lot of
2: Sinatra in there.
1: No, i did not nirvana. listen to jimmy hendrix no, nirvana. oh nirvana yes yeah for sure yeah. just yeah. a lot of these seattle but nirvana and the Decemberists. i just feel well, like i didn't really listen to the
0: Decemberists, but i did like pearl jam
2: mm-hmm.
0: and i loved nirvana and i wore all black on the anniversary of kurt cobain's death obviously and we had a
2: seance, on the, of the seance Jesus. on the football field yeah <laughs> <laughs> yep. We went to a victim. very white high school. That's we fine.
0: sure did. <laughs>
2: um, there are lots of atheists in the area. Kind of brings <laughs> nice segue. Yes. Thank you. A recent study indicates that one quarter of residents in Washington and Oregon believe in no religion at all. A fourth. Mm-hmm. That's like nice. a lot, I feel. Solid. It's a lot and not enough. Mm -hmm. In 2011, 44% of residents in British Columbia reported no religion. Mm -hmm. Sweet. So the religious right doesn't have as strong a hold on politics in this area as it does in the rest of the country. God bless. So political conservatives in the Pacific Northwest tend to identify more with free market libertarian values rather than like fire and brimstone Jesus
1: shit. So Mm. why are there so many serial killers from the Pacific Northwest? Or is it just like because there are some famous ones, then we all like associate them with that and there aren't necessarily more from there?
2: I feel like the Pacific Northwest is just a really large area. So you could say that there are a lot of, you know, serial killers from the Midwest, too, which is also true. Mm hmm. Okay. I think it's just a big area. I I don't there there was no I I started going down the crime in Pacific in the Pacific Northwest mm-hmm. route and there's no really comparative statistics in mm-hmm. that area. So uh, I didn't. I got no information on that for you. All right. I mean, <laughs> it probably does have a lot to do with
0: what Lucy was saying about how like fluid the quote unquote boundaries of that area even are. Mm -hmm. So it does encompass such a large geographic area with like the fluidity of a couple other spots that could be included as Pacific Northwest. Mm -hmm. So you're just casting a wide net at that point. I just
1: kind of feel like it's parts of like the geography is just kind of creepy to me. Like I know that some people find large swaths of Forested land calming. Huge traps of <laughs> land. <laughs> but I find it like supremely unsettling. You've unless too much you win, Unless
0: you win the HGTV home giveaway and right. then you're on board. Yeah. yeah, Big
1: time. Yeah. I don't think twice I said any bit twice a day.
2: I could mm. never live in the anywhere on the west coast permanently because i am constantly thinking about the um that fault line why can't i think of what it's called right now san andreas oh my god the san andreas fault line Mm -hmm. there we go Mm -hmm. i just said that Oh, I didn't Is hear no you.
1: one giving me credit. I no. didn't hear you. Amanda <laughs> said nothing. She did not. I did she didn't one. Utter okay. A word. Okay.
0: Well, whatever. The <laughs> the beautiful <laughs> bean footage will prove that I said it John, and that I got one geography mute question Amanda's right. Please track. John, you shut your mouth. You shut your mouth right now. If you want to keep a job, <laughs> you'll silence these women. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and it lift my voice of <laughs> geographical scholarly accomplishment nice.
2: high into the stratosphere
1: oh my god
2: anyway right. so that shit is set to erupt at any moment and it stresses me out constantly I love it, mm-hmm. I,
0: love it. I like to live my life with an element of danger I
2: cannot control
1: <laughs> yes well, you do
2: you're alone right. in that Nah. Shall we hear? That's why a you word? Shart more than the average.
0: <laughs> the sharding is definitely out of my control. I can't, there's nothing I can do about it, so just embrace it. <laughs> it's Yol. my philosophy.
1: Ruined my transition, and now on that note, let's hear a word from our sponsor. <laughs>
0: oh, you were talking? I guess I just couldn't hear you, just like you guys couldn't hear me when
2: I clearly said San Andreas' fault. I'm getting more wine. <laughs>
1: We're doing great, guys.
2: Talkspace is therapy for how we live today. It's Preach. mobile. Mm. It's available when you need it, which is so important when it comes to therapy, and equally as important, it is affordable. Mhm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And no matter what you're going through, you are not alone. You can join more than 1 million people who feel happier with Talkspace. I am one of those 1 million people, and I have met other people Via Talkspace, obviously it is anonymous, but they offer one-on-one therapy and group therapy sessions. It's so great. It can connect you with other people who are going through similar things, and you can get that sense of community where you are not feeling like your issues are entirely unique, and there are people who can relate to you out Mm -hmm. there. It's amazing. And it's convenient and super easy to use. So one of the things I really did not like about traditional therapy was that I could only get in regularly like once a month or maybe twice a month. Yeah. And that was very expensive for me. And then I found myself having to wait all this time and like almost trying to keep like a journal of things that were going on that I wanted to talk about. And then I felt like by the time I got through two things in my list and I had 50 more in my list still left, it's like that hour's up. And now what do I do? Mm Mm-hmm. So the best thing for me with Talkspace is that I don't have to wait for my next appointment to talk about what's on my mind. I just pull out my phone because I have the app on my phone, but you can do it on your computer as well. And I will write to my therapist, even if I wake up from like a weird nightmare and it's three in the morning and I know she's not going to get back to me until her office hours. I've gotten that thought on paper and I can patiently wait for her response and she has time to like Uh thoughtfully give me feedback. And you never know when you're going to be having a tough time. And if you are having a really tough time and need something a little bit more than just texting, you can schedule a live video session with your therapist. And I've done that too. And I really, really love those live video sessions. Yeah. So yeah, they have a lot of ways to make it work. You can do voice memo.
1: You can do phone call. You can do text. You can do
0: video chat. It's awesome. I yeah. love it.
1: If you've never done therapy before or if you haven't done therapy in a long time, this is a nice way to kind of dip your toes in and 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 get back on the the therapy train. It's awesome. Yes. So Talkspace has more than 4,000 licensed therapists who are experienced in addressing the challenges that we all face. To match with your perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, go to Talkspace.com. Make sure to use the code GALS to get $45 off your first month and show your support for this show. <laughs> uh, that is promo code GALS, G-A-L-S, and Talkspace.com. Treat your brain. We don't all have the same hair, so why should we all use the same shampoo or conditioner? Function of Beauty brings you shampoos and conditioners that are customized and individually filled just for you. We are talking total customization, folks. Mm -hmm. Function of Beauty individually formulates every bottle just for you based on your hair type, hair goals, and preferences. I have dyed blonde hair that used to be naturally blonde but now it's like super dark mousy blonde and uh, my hair goals are like the Rachel but also sometimes I want it to be like <laughs> Texas beauty queen.
2: A hundred percent. The Jambonay <Jean-Badet> Ramsey. <laughs> yeah. struck by
1: lightning. Those are my goals. <laughs> Sweet home Alabama both when she's in New York and when she's in Alabama. So- Correct. So, So with Function of Beauty, you can select your color and fragrance. Or um, opt for dye-free and fragrance-free. I love that they have that as an option, too. Uh, And you name your formula, and their products are so personalized that your name is even printed on the bottle. So, like, you Uh, know that is for you. It's really cute, and I love their travel bottles.
0: mm -hmm. Mine is my, like, nickname from old friends that I use for all of my, like, video game logins, which is Munders. (laughs) <laughs> and so my, my shampoo says Formula of Munders
1: on it. <laughs> Sounds like a I love it. Dungeons and Dragons spell. Well, accurate. It works. My, oh my origin God. story. It's the little things.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, also, Function of Beauty uses safe natural ingredients, which is mm-hmm. very important to me, is, I guess. Maybe I'm the oh. only one. I don't know. I love it. <laughs> to <Functions>. us. <laughs> function of beauty never uses sulfates, parabens, phthalates, mineral oils, or any other harmful ingredients that you can barely pronounce. I And that totally pronounce.
0: strip your hair of, like, color and mm-hmm. natural oils, so those yeah. are not good for your hair anyway. Right. You
2: can just tell when it's made with, like, real ingredients. Mm-hmm. I love it. They are also vegan and cruelty-free, very important as well. The sad reality is that most major drugstore brands test on animals, which is really... That's, That's really sad. Yeah. I know. Try not to think about it when you're like in Walgreens, but then you start thinking about it and you have Nobody to leave Walgreens. Nobody needs that in
1: your life. We don't need that in no. our life.
2: Don't need it in my you life. Don't need life. Don't it in my when hair. You wash your
0: hair. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
2: Function of Beauty is 100% vegan and cruelty free. Love it. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm yeah i love this product too i have
0: a formula that's meant to like preserve my vivid color even though you can get preferred colors of your shampoo obviously i picked blue but the color of the shampoo like doesn't dye your hair so you could have fun with it you can get like purple pink like whatever color you just Mm -hmm. want it to to be Mm -hmm. and then you get to pick like the the scents that you like so i like kind of a peachy kind of
2: fruity Mm -hmm. scent and And like how much of the scent it's yeah, yeah it's
0: really nice mine's very subtle mm-hmm. i love it and i use it you know when i wash my hair which is like three times a week and it's crushing so i think everybody should crush this product uh-huh. and our listeners get 20 percent off their first custom formula so here's how you get it Go to functionof.com forward slash gals, then take the very quick two minute hair profile quiz to design your 100% unique shampoo and conditioner pro, uh, formula. This love quiz is quiz. awesome. It's we, fun. we do love a good quiz, it's super fun. Again, that's go to functionof.com dot com forward slash gals right now to redeem twenty percent off your first order at functionof.com forward slash gals that is one more time f u n c t i o n o f dot com forward slash Forward slash, G-A-L-S, gals. F-U-N-C-T-I-O-N-O-F dot com. Forward slash, G-A-L-S, gals. Oh my god, you guys are just so color me pumped on this so product. Excited. <laughs> <laughs> Go get it. Treat your hair. Treat, Treat your hair.
1: Now we're back. With our back. Really depressing case. Oh, Woo-hoo! great. Yay! I love it. It's um there are some. <laughs> Really fascinating serial killers out of the Pacific Northwest. I am a very big Ted Bundy file. Not that I like Ted Bundy, but I'm fascinated by him. And, (laughs) um... Also, uh, if you haven't heard of Israel Keys, he was, he was nationwide, but like spent a lot of time in the Pacific Northwest, lived there for a long time. So definitely check out our friend Josh's podcast, True Crime Bullshit, which is all about Israel Mm -hmm. Keys. It's so good. Um, so all that being said, I wanted to find a case that I hadn't heard of. So, um, Hopefully. So, special thanks. Special <laughs> thanks. So, and I failed. Because none so. such <laughs> exists. <laughs> no, I hadn't heard of this one. It's a little more obscure, I think. So, Richard Dick Lawrence Blech. Marquette. <laughs> Patricia Arquette? Patricia Dick Arquette. Love it. <laughs> was born on December 12th, 1934. She still looks great. And uh, yeah. in Portland, Oregon.
0: <laughs> she still looks great. She
1: still looks great. <laughs> um, little is known about Dick's childhood and upbringing, and by little, I mean fucking zilch. So Literally nothing. Internet for killing my narrative <laughs> groove. I often, when I write my notes, will, like, put in a line like that and then, like, leave it blank to fill in the details later. And then it was like, oh, there's nothing. There are no details to fill. Great. Great. The Love internet it. has failed both of us for this episode.
2: Oh, it's my fine. God.
0: All three of us, honestly. But you know what?
2: <laughs> Tis what it is. It's just a black hole. The it's Pacific what it's. North black hole. It's what it's. <laughs> I'm what I'm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think, therefore, I'm.
2: My Chinese one of my Chinese students, Michael Jackson, actually was his English name. Mm -hmm. Incredible! He he had "It's What It's" and "I'm What I'm" on his QQ profile. Like it was Uh, super. Oh, cute! And I couldn't think of a real reason. I couldn't correct him. He's not wrong. Right? Got this.
1: Yep. Oh, Michael Jackson Jackson
0: nickname didn't really hold up, but that's okay. Oh,
1: half half of our students in China were named Michael Jackson. Yeah. Literally yep. half. Okay. So at one <laughs> point Dick worked as a meat packer, and these skills would later come in handy. Yes. Mm. Oh, Tell me he more. could dress a deer. Yeah. Mm. Um and his first run in with the law came when he was just twenty-one years old. So in June nineteen fifty six. He was uh, arrested for rape, but his victim— oh, great. Yeah, his victim chose not to continue with the suit, and the charges were dropped. Um, I think the victim just... What was she wearing? (laughs) Yeah,
0: didn't want her name dragged through the mud to defend him. Yeah,
1: 1956, like, things have not gotten much better since, so imagine, like... Yeah, Uh, Mm -hmm. then in August 1957, Dick was arrested a second time, this time for disorderly conduct after he'd attempted to rob a Portland service station. And the disorderly conduct charge seems ridiculously light, given the fact that in the commission of the robbery attempt, he'd managed to club the service station attendant, quote, with a sack full of wrenches. oh my my god
0: imagine the upper body strength needed to (laughs) lift and club with a sack full of wrenches
1: also like there have got to be better and easier weapons to wield there are always
0: better and easier weapons in these fucking weirdos Who's yeah.
1: got that many wrenches? Yeah. Right? You only need one, right? I right? robbed a wrench store Max first. Two types of wrenches. There's no need for more than two wrenches. No. Right. Right. Like yeah. size wise, there's like little ones and big ones.
2: But right. the point of a wrench is that you don't need a lot of them.
0: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that an adjustable tool? Yes. Yes, it is. Great. <laughs> I know things.
1: Sack. Full of wrenches. So, anyway. That's
2: wild. And I. San Andreas
1: and mm -hmm,
2: wrenches. (laughs) So, Amanda's wheelhouse. Got it.
1: Dick pled guilty and was sentenced to 18 months in jail, but he got out after just 12 for good behavior. Oh, great. And don't worry, that becomes a recurring theme in this case. Cool. Mm. Great. Awesome.
0: I really love recurring releases for good behavior. It's like, yeah, you're good when you're in prison, right? But then when we let you out, not so great. You start
1: attacking people with wrenches. <laughs> yeah, maybe not so great. We should,
0: Maybe if there's a pattern here.
1: <laughs> yeah. So fast, we
0: should pay attention to that.
1: <laughs> fast forward to 1961, Joan Ray Cottle was a 23 year old Portland housewife and mother of two young children. Joan's husband reported her missing on June 5th, 1961, after she failed to return home from shopping, like running some errands. Mm. Mr. Cottle was an obvious initial suspect in his wife's disappearance because he's the husband. The husband, husband is, yeah. always. But not in this case. Um, mm. So he uh, was questioned thoroughly by police. Uh, he told the police that he too had been out shopping for the day, looking for Father's Day gifts and that, uh, Joan wasn't at home when he got back and then she never returned and just like seemingly vanished. Oh. Um, and another interesting note is that Joan didn't know how to drive and didn't have access to her own vehicle. So her mobility. Why did she have a vehicle like- if she couldn't drive? No, she didn't
2: have a vehicle. So when she went shopping, she, like, took the bus or... Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant she, like, didn't have the keys to her own vehicle.
1: <laughs> no, she just didn't have a vehicle. Like, the he had the household had a vehicle, but she didn't drive, so she gotcha. never used it. So like her, my grandma. Yeah. My grandma didn't get her license until her th- she was pregnant with her third child. There are some good stories about your grandma and driving. We do not have time, but someday, (laughs) special episode, (laughs) whole episode, for sure. That's where I got my skills. Um, Her prowess. So (laughs) the chances that she just, like, up and left and, like, driven into the sunset. Yeah, very slim. And I'm sure, I think they checked, like, bus depots and stuff, and she... Was not cited, like leaving town. Um, three days after Joan Cottle was reported missing on June 8th, another Portland housewife frantically phoned police after her dog brought home a human foot in a paper <gasps> bag. What? <laughs>
0: Yeah. First of all, good boy. <laughs> oh Good boy. You learned yes.
2: a begging strip. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Good yep. boy. Yes.
0: Yeah. Wow. Second of all, ick.
1: Mm-hmm. Can Third you of all, it- imagine.
0: Ugh. What you got there, scout? <laughs> scout! <laughs> Stop it scout drop, was, drop it drop scout
1: was zach's family's dog's ah. name
0: i knew every
1: every family
0: has had a dog named scout except for me
1: <laughs> all right had that. i've never had a dog so also
0: my dog is looking at me like what do you want me to drop my mouth is empty i'm not even doing anything
1: wrong
2: go get a I, foot
1: go callie, find you're a fine. foot callie good girl All right. The foot clearly belonged to an adolescent or adult woman. The toenails had bright red nail polish. Yes. And the toes were also slightly webbed.
0: Oh, oh, oh. oh. Interesting detail.
2: Yes. That's more disturbing than the dog bringing the foot home
0: webbed toes
2: <laughs> I'm also I'm picturing against it. it's against
0: my religion
1: um the big Lebowski yes. I can get mm. you a toe I can get you a toe with the nail polish <laughs> <laughs> but now I'm picturing him as a small dog saying that <laughs> I can get you a toe <laughs> I can fetch you a toe I can fetch you toe okay Detectives were immediately dispatched to the horrified dog owner's home and while they were there investigating the incident, the little rascal, which had bizarrely been left free to roam, once again left the property only to bound home, this time with a new treasure in its mouth. Yes. A human hand. Yes. Stop. He's two for two. Yep. Oh my god, I want this dog
2: <laughs> This dog
0: is the greatest detective of all time
2: Oh my god <laughs> He is McGruff Whishbone. the crime dog
0: The actual yeah. McGruff
2: He is
1: McGruff, good boy I love, I yeah, a girl, could be a yeah. girl Yeah, we don't know for sure That's true What was the dog's name? Don't know, I wish I knew I was kind of a- attributing a gender to it without having any details So, my bad um,
2: I did thought the same. We were progressive on this
1: show.
0: Internalized we? misogyny uh-huh. strikes again in the <laughs> world of dogs.
1: <laughs> Canine misogyny. Inter- yeah, internalized misogyny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was a stretch. We're all victims so- of it. <laughs> Investigators conducted a thorough search of the surrounding area and discovered numerous other dismembered body parts scattered across vacant lots throughout southeast Portland. Whoa. Just straight
0: up scattered, like somebody same... running by throwing seeds on the ground.
1: Yep. Same webbed person, webbed yeah. person? Yeah, they would later attribute them all to one victim. Oh,
0: Was this God. area remote? Because, nope. like, how is a dog just going back and forth grabbing these? ports and nobody has noticed this
2: not he or she had positive encouragement positive reinforcement
0: no i understand how the dog (laughs) did it i am saying that how how have other people humans not noticed these pieces on the ground scattered around
1: (laughs) spoiler alert it's joan and she's only been missing for three days okay okay many pieces Oh Lots my God. of pieces.
2: Oh, my God.
0: There's no way to know.
2: Lots of pieces. Um, I kind of like that he just lit on a foot first. <laughs> there are just chunks of body. Like, the, you, you get a foot first. well, That really grabs their attention. Dogs
1: like feet.
2: And that's
0: a toy. That is not just a mm-hmm. snack.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm going to get a, true. a dismembered foot toy for Josie, for sure. Oh, she oh my loves God. It. I love it.
2: I oh. got a hat for my cats the other day. It's a watermelon. Oh, God. Yes. Your Instagram story was <laughs> Instagram superb story. of Ray just struggling so hard to get that thing off his poor head. He wasn't really mad about it because he started purring immediately after I, like, took it off. But he wasn't, like, in pain or anything. He was just super confused. <laughs>
1: He's
0: so I cute. I love Ray.
1: All right. An autopsy of the, f- <laughs> of the found remains revealed that they'd all been completely drained of blood post mortem. Whoa. Ooh. Ruling out the possibility that they'd simply belonged to a normal buried corpse and then later dug up. So, murder was afoot.
0: Oh, God.
1: <laughs> You're canceled. <laughs> You I are officially your canceled. fucking jokes. So.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. You two are meant for each other, and I get hate it. you both.
1: Get it. Get it.
0: Get, <laughs> I Never get it. Yeah, I've heard
1: of it. I, it. <laughs> I like that one. Okay. Initially, police suspected that the body parts may have been related to a missing person's case of a runaway teen girl in the area. But the girl's aunt denied that her missing niece had ever worn red nail polish um, or had webbed feet. Or had webbed fucking feet. (laughs) I think that's something I feel like you would know. Yeah. Red nail polish? No. You feel like people would know, but for his part, Mr. Coddle couldn't recoddle whether his (laughs) wife's feet (laughs) were webbed. (laughs) The fuck he didn't, <sighs> he didn't know if his wife's feet were webbed you he, know
0: what Get you a man who's gonna remember your webbed feet <laughs> yeah for this exact situation he said he's never paid, never got a foot rub
1: yeah he said he never paid that much attention to his wife's feet well hot oh, damn classic man. she's out here getting pedicures for not.
2: Mm-hmm. He does um, not
1: deserve a human naked woman body sushi buffet. No. Oh, okay. Haven't no. It. Okay. Um, shoes found in Jones' closet did fit perfectly with the severed foot. So that oh was Cinderella, God, Cinderella strategy. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Works every Try time. the dismembered foot on every shoe in the kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> on every severed foot. every eligible severed foot. Ultimately, police were able to fingerprint the severed hand that the dog had brought back, and they identified it as Jones. Yeah, why wouldn't that
2: be the first fucking thing you try? Because this is more
1: fun. (laughs) Because we're building to a narrative climax.
0: Every (laughs) eligible severed foot in the kingdom.
1: (laughs) Um... Joan had been suffering from depression lately because um, partly because her mother was her husband
0: sucks <laughs> her, and doesn't her, notice her feet or any of her efforts her, to be a sensual woman. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that. And she had two young children, and um, her mother uh, had a terminal illness and um, so she was she was not her mental health was not doing great. Lately. She was going through it. She was going through it. Mr. Cottle mentioned that it was possible that Joan might have stopped off at a local watering hole for some cheering up. Although get she, it. Although she wasn't a frequent drinker, according to him, but it sounds like lately she had been stopping off at bars to just She's kind of... She's it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I get it.
1: Um, he denied the possibility, however, that his wife could be involved with another man. Uh, So then police, like, went looking around to local bars to see if anyone had seen her, and they found a witness, a, quote, local bar fly, who claimed to have been in the bar on the night of June 7th, chatting with a man named Dick Marquette. Oh. Yep. Dick. Dick. Uh, The woman said... That Dick. the two of them were hitting it off when all of a sudden another woman, whom she identified from photos as Joan Cottle walked in and stole Dickie's attention away from her.
0: A uh, rut row.
1: Police went to Dick's home, which was quote a tiny house resembling a shack. But I kind of dated shack. I kind Can of relate. feel for him. Thanks a lot, Don Shelby. Mm. You piece of shit. Kenyon has some bitterness, lingering
0: bitterness Whip. surrounding the purchase of her childhood home <laughs> and its subsequent
1: Demise. demolishing <laughs> and
0: rebuilding by Don Shelby. By a God, God damn
1: it, Don local Shelby. Local celebrity <laughs> Don <donged> motherfucking Shelby.
2: <laughs> but that's anyway. neither here nor there. Yeah,
1: it's what it's, you know? You know what? (laughs) what Also, or who also was neither here nor there? Dick Marquette was not the organization
2: because she's both here and there.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's bad! Oh no! Oh no! She was remembered.
2: Lucy
0: yeah. is a bitch, a massive bitch.
2: See, I'm still unclear where we draw the line. Yeah. Just when it comes out of my mouth. You know, it's like <laughs>
0: porn. It's really hard to like, you can't describe it, but you know it when you see it. You know what I mean? Or art. You just, you gotta, it's like art. You just, you need to feel it. And I guess or you're sharts. just a monster.
1: Okay. Yeah. So, and what I mean. <laughs> so Dick was not at home in his shack. Um, but on the premises, police found still more cut-up human body parts wrapped in newspaper in the fridge. Great. Whoa. As Hello. well Yeah. As well as a pair of blood stained lingerie. By lingerie, they could have just meant like women's undergarments. Underwear. Right. right. Yeah. That's a liberally used term. Yeah. Um An arrest warrant for Dick Marquette was issued and a manhunt ensued. At the time... I love a manhunt. Yes. The governor Mm. called Joan's murder, quote, the most heinous in Oregon history. Dick would later tell reporters that Joan had recognized him in the bar from elementary school. Uh, They had, like, he claimed that they went to elementary school together. I could not verify this. Um, Should have been easy for an investigator to back that up
0: Yeah, you'd hope that if that's in print that it's legit
1: Yeah, well this is just what he said, I don't know Um, He said that they struck up conversation along with another former classmate And continued to bar hop together throughout the night And then at the end of the night he said that she agreed to go home with him Mm -hmm. But the jury didn't fucking buy this and I don't fucking buy this And also the witness didn't say that there was another person with them. I don't know. It's not looking good. Yeah. Um, But he said they'd gotten into an argument after the supposedly consensual sex. And he choked her to death. Great. Okay. Yeah. As you do. thanks. After an Mm -hmm. argument. Uh, men
0: are great. Yeah, men are totally great.
2: If I got choked after every argument,
0: <laughs> I would have been dead five billion times.
1: Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah.
0: It's Fucking deal great. with it,
1: dudes. It's not <laughs> deal great with it.
0: Emotional regulation, fellas. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: But you huh. know, women are too emotional to be president. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> but right, her right, emails. Right, right, right,
1: right. <laughs> Quote, afterwards, I knew what I had done, and I panicked. So he's claiming that the only reason he dismembered the body was because he panicked and needed a way to dispose of it.
2: Okay? Mm Oh, like a Robert Durst-style defense. Okay. Mm -hmm. Correct.
1: Quote, this was the first time I had seen her since grade school, 13 to 14 years ago. I didn't know her last name, meaning her married name. I was drunk at the time, out of my head drunk, I was sitting at my favorite bar drinking. I don't know who picked up who. We went from bar to bar until I couldn't drink no more. I was sick. I was temporarily out of my head. I woke up the next morning and saw it. I wish I'd never seen her. But as the FBI man said, quote, it's all water under the bridge. What? I'm sorry? Yep. Yick. That was Dick Marquette talking to a reporter, explaining his views on Joan's murder. So
0: yucky. I don't like him. Well, Uh, I
1: will say when cops are
2: trying to elicit a confession from people, a lot of times they're just like, you know what? What happened happened.
1: Oh, yeah. No, the FBI guy was definitely playing him. I don't think the FBI guy thought it was water under the bridge. But that clearly resonated with
2: dick yeah
0: Mm -hmm. that's a little creepy that he would specifically bring up that quotation
2: Mm -hmm. as if the fbi guy like validated it
0: or was just like don't worry about it dude yeah we're gonna take care of you
1: water under the bridge great so the next day after the murder dick said that he had a bad hangover but went to work anyway But he only managed to work for a couple War of hero. hours. <laughs> 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 Unlike a true me- <laughs>
2: marker of adulthood.
1: Mm. <laughs> Unlike me, who once on the very first day of an internship was so hungover that I showered, got dressed, made it onto the metro, made it halfway to my internship... Had to get off the metro, puked in a public trash can, <laughs> went back to my apartment, texted the internship, and was like, I'm sorry, I've got a terrible migraine. Um, is there any way I could start tomorrow? Oh, my God. And they're yep. like, no, bye. Yeah. And that it was, was the last job Kenyon ever held. It was an unpaid <laughs> internship, so I don't give a <laughs> fucking crap. Okay. No. Nailing
2: it. So, it was unpaid. Who gives a shit?
1: Right. Oh, wait. It was at the U.N.? It was at the U.N., but it's fine. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. Who gives a shit?
0: (laughs) It's just the fucking U.N. What do they know?
1: Whatever. What do they even do? Fuck them. Okay, so. (laughs) (laughs) After going to work for a couple hours. (laughs) After going to work for a couple hours, uh, Dick was like, you know what? probably isn't great i should probably get out of town so he makes a run for it he takes a bus from portland to los angeles then another to san diego and then another across the border to tijuana he spends a week hiding out in mexico then he randomly chooses to come back to the u.s he like Mm. made it to mexico the Um, fuck dick yeah, Jesus. And then he gives his real name to U.S. border agents and kind of expects to be arrested at that time. But, Weirdo. All right. But they didn't catch it because it's 1961 mm-hmm. and they didn't have like one massive database I'm guessing.
0: And um, This is before Al Gore invented the internet as we know it today.
1: <laughs> Co- correct.
0: Thank A you. series of tubes. Th- thank you Mr. Gore. <laughs> You're
2: welcome.
1: Um So they didn't arrest him, and he was able to hitchhike north to Santa Maria, California, and then he was later found there working, uh, repairing furniture for a local thrift store. So watch out. Oh, my Mm. God. Goals. At local thrift stores. Um, Police managed to track him down with help from the public, so... He had made it onto the FBI's 10 most wanted list, but actually the FBI just temporarily expanded the list to 11 names, which is the first time it had ever done that. Wow. Um, and then because they updated the list, a bulletin was sent out around the country. And on June 14th, Santa Maria realtor Harvey Allen happened to be in the local merchant's credit office when the manager Dick Walmsley mm-hmm. opened many dicks are in this story. Lots of too dicks. Dick dicks. Too many dicks. <sighs> opened up dicks? the day's mail to find the FBI bulletin and a picture of other dick. And dick one dick pick. <laughs>
0: An unsolicited, <laughs> <dick> <laughs> L- an unsolicited dick pic from the government. Literally
1: unsolicited
2: dick.
1: Literally was. Oh my um, god! And Harvey Allen recognized the man in the picture as that of a laborer who had recently come to the area, and he tipped off the FBI, and they managed to arrest Dick later that same day.
0: Yes, get that dick, baby. Yes.
1: Get that Dick. <laughs> so that. Uh, by some accounts, Dick appeared quote relieved to be arrested. So people,
0: well, it did seem like he was coming back to the states with the intention to, to be discovered.
1: Right. Yeah. 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 He didn't didn't like life on the lam. It seems. Mm-hmm. So at trial, his defense tried to plead insanity, but in the end, he was found guilty of first degree murder and also of rape. I'm pretty sure. Uh, because they did not buy the whole consensual sex yeah. thing. He'd also been accused of rape once before, so like... Yeah, he's a rapist. Um, mm-hmm. Right. The jury still recommended leniency. Don't know why. Maybe just... Man. Because he's white. White man. Yeah, I...
0: Eh. Riddled we that for We do know ya. why.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So they failed to give him a death sentence. They just gave him a life sentence. But wait, there's more. Of course there is. Dick, who was cited as a model prisoner, was paroled in 1973. Oh, my God. The buck From the Oregon State Penitentiary after serving just 12 years of his so-called life sentence. Hate yeah. it. Hate it so yeah. much. He murdered Mm-mm. a mom of two and... Scattered her body parts around Portland. Uh-huh. Yeah. I <laughs> cannot. He was granted parole, even though one psychiatrist warned that he would kill again. Uh, oh, great. But the parole board ignored this ominous warning and instead took heed of a conflicting psychiatric report claiming that he could be rehabilitated and, quote, did not pose a substantial parole risk.
0: I mean, obviously, you never want anyone to die. But for those... Like professional psychologists who are like, I'm telling you, it's gonna happen. Yeah. He's, and then when they get ignored and that it does happen, there's gotta be at least one tiny, like, juicy part of them that's like, fucking
1: told you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I done told you. Told it was gonna you so. I know. Uh-huh. So after getting out of prison, Dickie worked as an apprentice plumber, which is a trade that he'd learned in prison for the Salem Plumbing Company. And he lived in a mobile home outside of Salem. Just two years later, while he was still on parole, in April 1975, model prisoner Dick Marquette was once again at odds with the law, again, for the murder and dismemberment of a woman. The mm. fuck? Again? Yeah. I mean, I guess if he got away with it once, essentially.
2: Yeah. Fucking Christ. Another slap on the hand
0: should do it. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh my god.
1: A fisherman discovered the mutilated remains of 35 year old. I've also seen some reports say 37-year-old. Betty Lucille Wilson of Sayo Oregon? Sayo? Sio?
0: Meo Mayo. Whatever.
1: Uh, floating it's in. What it's, I love Pio. <laughs> <laughs> flo- <laughs> floating in a slough near the Browns Island landfill. Oh uh, Jesus. Yick.
0: No, 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 not a nice resting place. Yeah.
1: No, no, no,
2: no one's resting
1: peacefully there. No. Mommy, no likey.
2: Mm-hmm. Mommy, no
1: likey. Yeah, it's bad. Uh, the corpse had been bled dry, savagely mutilated and dismembered before being dumped with only a minimal effort at concealment.
0: Like, sounding real familiar yeah
1: he doesn't even like bury them he just he's just done with them he just scatters yeah. them yeah he's just that fucking lazy i cannot i hate him so much i'm so and mad. that egotistical
0: that's what i was gonna say mm-hmm. it just sounds like he's like man well fuck it who cares yeah yeah,
1: yeah. So, this is really sad, you guys. Betty Wilson had endured a hard life of um, poverty and violence. She became a mother at 16 and went on to have 11 children. <gasps> Yikes. Oh, Poor honey. woman. Can you imagine a four years from now having 11 children? No.
0: No. I can't. And this is why access to affordable or free health care and birth control and sexual education is so fucking important Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Jesus.
1: she was living in north carolina with an abusive husband in an abandoned school bus at the edge of a city dump oh my lord with 11 kids with 11 children And everyone is probably sick all the time because Mm -hmm. of their circumstances. Running Mm -hmm. noses. They had no electricity, no running water. No water. Oh my God. Good Lord. I can't even imagine
0: this poor woman.
1: So it's so hard. She eventually managed to flee North Carolina and her husband's abuse by stowing away in the trunk of her sister's car. That is how she had, that is the length she had to go to to get away. Jesus. yeah the
0: desperation
1: yeah she had to hide out in her the trunk of her sister's car to get away mm-hmm. yeah um, and she i mean ca- and she came she had to do what she had to do right and she Fuck. came to live in oregon only to
0: meet a grizzly fake fucking
1: oh my Dick Marquette. god yep it's so sad Given the similarity of Betty and Joan Coddle's uh, remains, Dick Marquette was pretty much instantly the prime suspect. So the police. Right.
0: The um, draining
1: of the blood yeah. and the
0: scattering. Yeah.
1: Police were like, uh, yeah, this guy who's out on parole probably did it.
2: Mm-hmm. You're driving um, me a drink. Yeah. It's happening again.
1: When still more physical evidence was uncovered at his property, he was arrested and he confessed right away to Betty's murder. And while in custody for Betty's murder, Dick confessed to yet another murder. Oh, great. Which happened before that of Betty while he was out on parole. So, like, as soon as he got out of prison, he murdered a different woman. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um... And the, the model prisoner, yeah, model prisoner, yeah, good, good behavior. behavior. Ugh. Mm-hmm. He had killed an unidentified woman who he claimed to have met in a bar and didn't know her name. And same, get a new story, asshole. Yep, same scenario of strangulation and dismemberment. And he disposed of the victim's remains across two shallow graves. But in, and investigators found the remains, but they never found the woman's head. And they were never able to identify her. And I'm pretty sure that to this day she's still a Jane Doe. Um, mm. Although I'd love for someone to retest her, like, skeletal remains with yeah. new technology that we have now and try to ID her. Mm-hmm. That would be amazing. Um, so he had three murder victims of the exact same MO and should have been Mm -hmm. in prison on a life sentence. Yeah. Should have been in prison for rape way back Mm -hmm. then. Side note, this is just like the weird little tidbit to end on quote, a newspaper proclaiming a high degree of rehabilitation success in Oregon's prisons was among Mm -hmm. the items discovered with Betty Wilson's body.
0: Weird. <gasps> Ew. Yeah. He was shopping.
1: Um and shopping ugh.
0: for colleges.
1: <laughs> then I also found a pro-death penalty op-ed in a newspaper from the time um of Betty's murder, and that referenced the case. And this is the op-ed. And I'm not pro-death penalty, but this op-ed is hysterical. Quote. <clears throat> hysterical. <laughs> hysterical. Such a it's such a hoot. Um Quote, when Richard Marquette went to prison 12 years ago, the Oregon taxpayers spent about $120,000 keeping him warm and fed and trained him to be a plumber. Now he's a good plumber, almost a journeyman, but he still has one little drawback. He kills women and cuts them up. But he's a good plumber.
0: Oh, my God. (laughs) It's like this sounds funny, but also like.
2: Oh my God! Comments like
0: that are said in courtrooms all the time, like to that effect He's about male perpetrators. Mm-hmm.
1: No, no, this this guy—that's totally tongue in cheek. This guy is—I know that it's yeah. tongue in cheek, but that's what I'm saying. Like,
0: that's the this general is sentiment. But like, think of fucking brock turner
2: mm-hmm. he's such a great swimmer he's a great this swimmer. this would ruin his whole life uh-huh mm-hmm. you one fucking little raped drawback somebody. he brutally raped a woman behind a dumpster but he's a exactly. great swimmer. I'm,
0: that's what i'm saying like it is tongue-in-cheek but it's also like very indicative of how we do treat these cases mm-hmm. all the fucking time mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. well yeah so if sexual annoying. violence was taken seriously then maybe it wouldn't have the opportunity to escalate yeah yeah weird yeah Yeah. All right. Okay. You know what would be really
0: fun to do right now? A break?
2: Take a little word from our sponsors. (laughs) I need a break. I don't care what it is.
0: (laughs) If you've been listening to this show, and you have because you're hearing me right now, you have heard us talk about FrameBridge. They make it super easy and affordable to frame your favorite things from art prints and posters to travel photos sitting on your phone. Oh Seriously. Mm-hmm. And here is how it works. It's so easy, y'all. I can't even. You just go to framebridge.com and upload your photo. Or if you want to send in a physical photo, they'll send you a package to safely mail it in. Mm-hmm. You preview your item online in any frame style that they offer. And they offer a lot. So you're going to be sitting on that website for like an hour reframing that photo of your dog over and over <laughs> and over again. Trying to find the best trying one because they're decide. all so beautiful. They're all cute. Yeah. Yeah. They are so cute. You choose your favorite or get free recommendations from their talented designers. After you've lost sleep for six days trying to figure this out, you're just going to reach out to their team. (laughs) And their expert team at FrameBridge will custom frame your item and deliver your finished piece directly to your door, ready to hang. Like all the hardware Uh is right there. All you need is that hammer, baby. Uh And instead of the hundreds you would pay at a framing store, their prices start at $39 and all, I'm telling you, all shipping is free Plus, our listeners will get 15% off their first
1: order at framebridge.com when they use the promo code GALS. Mm -hmm. I love Framebridge. You guys know I've talked about how much I love it a bunch. Uh, Recently sent in my ketubah from my wedding. That is how much. That is a tube top, a very
0: special (laughs) garment. It's a
1: Jewish tube tube top. from my wedding. Um, No, it's like the Jewish marriage certificate. License kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's
2: beautiful.
1: It's so gorgeous. Gorgeous. And that's how much I trust Framebridge, that I physically mailed this in for them to frame it. Because this it's thing is. It's a priceless
0: is, item. Yeah,
1: it's very special to me. We signed it on our wedding day. It's like a big deal, blah, blah, blah. I'm so excited. Blah, I picked, blah, blah. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. I picked out a really. <laughs> yada, yada, yada. I'm so sensitive. I picked out a really cute frame for it. It's like gold with a black edge.
2: Mm, mm, pretty. It's cool. Nice.
1: Yeah, and matting. And it was literally half the price of a. a Traditional framing situation. Yeah, like it's mm-hmm. amazing. Framebridge gets it. Yeah, I love Framebridge. That,
2: that's so true. I got something framed at a at a local frame shop, and while the experience was, you know, lovely, but uh, it was l- literally twice as much as mm-hmm. what I got from Framebridge. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. There's that. So you can get started today, frame your photos, or send the perfect gift for weddings, birthdays, and special events. Mm -hmm. Go to framebridge.com and use that promo code GALS, and you will save an additional 15% off of your first order. So again, that is framebridge.com, F R A M. E-B-R-I-D-G-E.com with the promo code GALS. That's G-A-L-S. That gives you 15% off your first order. Framebridge.com. Use that promo code GALS. Treat your walls. Trade them. Trade them. HelloFresh is a meal kit delivery service that shops, plans, and delivers step-by-step recipes and pre-measured ingredients so you can just cook, Eat and enjoy, mm-hmm. and let me tell you, mm-hmm. these are home cooked meals that are made simple for you. For those of us who aren't super adept at cooking at all, not good at it, y'all.
1: <laughs> not good. <laughs> getting better they, though. Getting, getting better, better.
2: But still, really need HelloFresh in my life. <laughs> exactly. HelloFresh <laughs> makes conquering the kitchen a reality with deliciously simple recipes. They also have mm-hmm. photos, mm-hmm. which is invaluable.
1: Yeah, I'm a visual learner.
2: I am a visual learner. They also have wine pairings. Hi. HelloFresh does all the meal planning, shopping, and prepping so that you can focus on a healthier you and a happier family, more time with your family, or just Mm -hmm. like watching Netflix, whatever. Honestly,
0: the shopping and the prepping are the things I hate the most about Mm -hmm. cooking for myself. So HelloFresh, sending you those fresh pre-measured ingredients and easy-to-follow six-step pictured recipe cards. Pictured. Delivered yeah. to your door every week in a special insulated box, and it just makes the whole process so much easier. Mm-hmm. And I really love the variety. They have a bunch of fun menu features with HelloFresh's dinner to lunch, 20-minute meals, gourmet, and one-pot wonders. Yes, that's oh, my favorite. Fewer dishes. Yes. Yeah i recently rocked one of the 20 minute meals and it was the chicken sausage and spinach ricotta ravioli oh my Whoa. god yeah so what 20 minutes? Ya, 20 minutes tell you 20 minutes Wow. Twenty minutes, Two and zero. they send you the like chopped tomato, pieces of chicken sausage. You quick those up, like or quickly cook those up in a pan, and then you you know boil water. You put in the ravioli. Like they walk you through not only obviously step by step, but like the timing of each thing, mm-hmm. which I really like. And then each photo gives you an idea of like okay, this is what this step should look like when you're done with it.
2: Yeah, so it
0: teaches it, you as you it go. It teaches you a lot. Yeah, it's a. Amazing. It is amazing and I love it so much. Mm-hmm.
1: So for $80 off your first month of Hello Fresh, go to HelloFresh.com forward slash gals80 and enter the promo code gals80. Again, for $80 off your first month of Hello Fresh, go to HelloFresh.com forward slash gals80 GALS80 and enter that promo code GALS80. It's, it's like receiving eight meals free, $80 off yeah. your first month. or or like, It's the deal of the century. Can't I mean, beat it. That's a lot of money. I know. That's a lot of
0: food. It's <laughs> a lot of food. This will feed you, baby. I'm here for it. Treat mm-hmm. your belly. Treat it. When founder Dylan Jacob turned 21... He quickly discovered that warm alcohol sucks. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Unless it's a A hot toddy. Oh, my God. Uh, (laughs) You two are canceled. (laughs) (laughs) So he created BrewMate, the fastest growing drinkware brand in the world. Mm -hmm. Tell us all about it.
2: I will tell you all about it because I have some BrewMate items and I Mm -hmm. am obsessed. Obsessed with them. Mm-hmm. They have a line of like sparkly. I'm drinking out of it right now. You can hear it. Do you hear it? Yep. Oh hi hi, yep. hi. They keep yep. my wine cold. They're incredible. They're beautiful. They're sparkly. They come in like pretty mermaid colors. I can't. I get mm-hmm. so many. I've only had them for a couple of weeks. I have gotten a lot of compliments from mm-hmm. people who come to my house because I'm constantly drinking out of them. So that said, fashion combined with function. There's no more boring drinkware. Love seriously. It. Mm-hmm. Unlike other brands that only cater to the outdoorsman or outdoorswoman or like yeah, everything boom. camo, outdoor fanatics. Yeah. Uh, Brewmate has a stylish solution for everyone. They have over 30 color options to choose from, including matte, glossy, and glitter finishes. Go for the glitter, seriously. Mm-hmm. To Don't match your back. drink of choice. Yeah, it matches your style, your personality, and their BevGuard technology ensures that there's never a metallic aftertaste because that's very real. That's true. Yeah, I, have, I have a couple of insulated wine glasses and like drinking, like pint glasses from other and brands. Sometimes they sometimes they some, yeah of other brands and they sometimes taste a little off. You know, yeah. Little metallic. Yeah, so I've experienced that. Yeah, they don't. It's um, it's uh, I love it.
1: I love that Brewmate really has like the full range of like mask. And femme. Like, I literally ordered a rose gold sparkly uh, flask with like a sparkle diamond top. It is so extra, and I am obsessed with it. It is so good. I brought it around with Prosecco in my flask, because that Uh. is me, to a housewarming (laughs) party recently. It was great. extra. <laughs> but then I also ordered for Zach. I got like a very cool like matte green coffee tumbler, and then um, which like is supposed to be for beer or whatever. And then also like really cool like wooden wine like not actually yeah. wooden, but like a wooden effect wood wine grain. glasses. Yeah, Ooh, wood like grain. That. They're so pretty. They're very pretty. They're really nice. Um, also, if you are sick and tired of hauling around ice. To keep your drinks mm. cold or being limited by glass free zones, like if you're gonna mm. hang out by the pool or go to the beach with kiddos. Yep. yep. This is the perfect you still solution. Need that bottle of wine. Yes. Mm. So <laughs> Brewmate products are all glass free zone friendly and they don't require any ice to keep your beverages at the perfect temperature. You can pour it, put it in your bag, and go wherever you'd like without lugging around an inconvenient heavy cooler or ice. It's the best.
2: Bonus O-M-G. for the eco-conscious among us. They also offer uh, reusable straws. I, oh, I loved love that. it. And I got mine in rose gold. I'm so trendy.
0: You <laughs> really are. And lucky for all of us. Right now, Brewmate is giving our listeners a special discount of 15% off your first order when you go to www.brewmate.com and use the code GALS. Again, that's 15% off when you use our code GALS at BrewMate.com. Do not let summer heat ruin your drink. Go to BrewMate.com and beat the heat this summer. Get 15% off your first order by using our code GALS, GALS, at BrewMate.com, which is B-R-U-M-A-T-E.com, promo code GALS. Treat your drink. Treat it. Are we ready for my case? Mm -hmm. I don't know. You're not. Is it as awful as Kenyon's case? I mean, in different ways, yes.
1: Does a dog find a foot?
0: There is no dog (laughs) finding a foot. (laughs) Mm.
1: Shame. This case was
0: recommended by our fan picker, Raven Harris, who actually went to, like, grade school with this, with the victim. Oh, Oh, Raven. So, hits a little close to home for Raven.
2: We'll try to do it justice.
0: This is also a bit of an odd case. It's still unsolved. So, A, I can provide zero resolution to this. And, Uh B, if you or anyone you know listening may have any information on this case, please, please, please come forward. Uh You can contact the Bremerton Police Department's General Investigations Unit at 360-473-5228. And I will repeat that at the end of the case as well. Uh So, write it down. Uh Um, we are talking about Chalisa Lewis, who lived in Bremerton, Washington, which was a is a quiet neighborhood that felt idyllic to its residents. Mm. She was 14 years old and uh, loved some hardcore 14-year-old pastimes like lamenting in her diary, mm-hmm. <laughs> writing poetry, good girl, yes, collecting porcelain dolls and stamps. Look at you, Canyon. Canyon?
1: <laughs> okay, I didn't have that many dolls. <laughs>
0: But you had a lot of you stamps. Had a lot
1: of worthless stamps.
0: So many worthless stamps that are all just stuck to each other mm-hmm. and in my closet mm-hmm. right now.
2: Mm-hmm. Also um, in my parents' attic. So you had a fuckload of stamps. Mm-hmm. You did.
0: And <laughs> she also was involved in youth ministry. So she like went to like Bible school mm-hmm. and all that a good fun stuff. Good mm-hmm. girl, good gal. But you don't have to go to Bible school to be a good gal. Mm-hmm. But she no. was a good gal. Uh, she was out. She was outgoing and kind. And if things in her life weren't great, she really didn't share much about it. An oddly unsettling last entry in her diary read, "Quote, dear God, I know you have a reason for everything, and it all works out in the long run, but I just don't get it."
1: Oh, Breach,
0: girl. Poor
1: little baby muffin.
0: Yeah, baby muffin. I it it, it didn't. It didn't get better with age, Baby Muffin. Like, no. we all still wake up every day feeling that way. No. Yeah. We don't get it. No. Um, Unfortunately, Chalisa disappeared on February 2nd of 1995 after getting off a school bus at her grandmother's house where she lived full-time at 9th Street and Pacific Avenue. Though no witnesses saw her walk uh, the couple blocks home, it is confirmed that she arrived there safely because her backpack was found just sitting in her grandparents' house. So, like, she obviously came home, okay. dropped it off.
1: Made it home from the um, bus. Okay.
0: Yep. So she left her school bag at her grandmother's house and was not seen again until her body was discovered on February 23rd <gasps> on the beach at Seattle's Discovery Park. Oh. And dental and medical records had to be used to identify her. Oh,
2: my God. That's because water weeks.
0: had. Yeah. Yeah. Just about Ugh. water had taken its toll on the poor thing.
2: Oh.
0: Mm-hmm yikes so establishing a crime scene was proved nearly impossible as there were no signs of a struggle in the home no mysterious fingerprints no blood or additional evidence and because her body had been sitting in water it they couldn't really collect much off of her Mm -hmm. Um, she had lost a lot of her clothing that Mm -hmm. was on her um, Mm -hmm. and there were investigators that uh, like track we'll talk about this a little bit it's not that important but like they were tracking tides and trying to figure out like where she might have been put into yeah. this body of water so yeah it's, very important it's, it's all all of this contributes to unfortunately the complete stripping of evidence from a body the like the longer you're in water especially with a current yeah mm-hmm. the more goes missing Um, dogs were used to follow a trail that led out the front door of the grandparents' house, but it was lost within a few blocks, which, uh, suggested to investigators that Chalisa got into a car and was driven away from the neighborhood. Hmm. Um, the lack of crime scene also suggests that the kidnapper was someone that she knew and trusted. Mm-hmm. At the time of the initial in- investigation, police reported that they had a person of interest, but the name of this person was never released and no arrest was made. So
1: they so believe they did that not- someone came, someone that she knew and trusted mm-hmm. came into the home and yep. then she walked with that person out the door yep. a couple blocks and got into a vehicle and drove away. Yep. They don't believe Correct. that she like dropped her backpack off, went back outside to hang out.
0: No. Or if, if she did that, either way, she was approached either this man, this person, I don't know if it was a man that was again, an assumption, but Mm -hmm. likely, um, either entered the home or she might've been playing in the yard. Very possible. Mm -hmm. Um, and the, the thing that just tips them off is like, there's no breaking and entering. She must've unlocked the door to either leave or to let this person in. Right. Uh, nothing is amiss in the house or in the yard. There's no physical evidence to show a struggle. There's no blood or like, w- right. like weird hair or anything left behind. Like everything is in Ugh. normal wear and tear co- condition of a home. Oh yeah. Um, so Seattle police detectives suspected the girl was dumped in the water, probably in Kitsap County mm-hmm. and that her body was moved by Puget sound currents to Seattle Um, Quote, our preliminary investigation with tide charts and water flow charts from the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration Mm -hmm. give us a real good preliminary understanding that it's not only feasible, but very likely that she entered the water in Kitsap County.
2: Mm -hmm. Um, That's that's kind of a long ways away from each other. Yeah, it is. is. Yeah.
0: But like Puget Sound, Mm y'all. Yeah. A lot of currents. Yeah. Um, the official cause of death, according to the coroner's report was homicidal drowning by salt water. Ooh. So that indicates that when she was put into the water, she she was alive and she breathed in and swallowed salt water. So it was found in her stomach and lungs. Um, other details, though, such as whether she had been assaulted in any way, had not ever been made public. They likely never will because she's only 14. Mm-hmm. So they're not going to release those kinds of details. Um, but, you know, the police know that stuff, but we don't know covering this case whether she, you know, was assaulted in any way, physically, sexually, but they before m- going into the water. They
1: must have some signs that it was homicide and not an accidental drowning. Right. I mean,
0: there has to be evidence to support that, but I think with a lot of cases involving minors, yeah. a lot of that stuff do, is not made public information mm-hmm. because it's just really brutal on the families and yeah,
1: the, totally.
0: the privacy of those poor kids. But I mean, you're absolutely right. There has to be a way that the coroner confirmed that it was homicidal drowning by saltwater. Water. That's like mm-hmm. very specific. Yeah. Um, two months after her death... Uh, Police are still were still scratching their heads. Bremerton police detective Kevin Long said that one detective remained on the case at the time and the rest of the detective squad began plowing through a backlog that was created by the focus on the Lewis case. They're looking at like every single possible lead Mm -hmm. quote. You start with the big stones that are easy. Then you go to the beach and turn over the little ones. The Little Stones include talking to anyone who is marginally associated with her, distant relatives, friends of friends, et cetera, et cetera. But the evidence that would lead police to an arrest is slim. Mm -hmm. Again, a person of interest is identified early in the investigation, and they did say that they had this person of interest, but it did not develop into a solid suspect. The police have no crime scene, um, and a lot of that is because the girl's body was found washed up on the beach in Seattle, so they don't even know exactly where she was killed. She was alive when she left the neighborhood. Right. Um, And then she was found dead weeks later, so they have no idea where it actually happened. Um, They have used polygraph technology, forensic technology, other experts, outside experts, people from the FBI, other agencies. Like, no one can turn up anything about this. Damn. Damn. But here's where I speculate wildly. Mm-hmm. Okay. I am suspicious mm. that Chalisa's all too shook up youth pastor, Philip Morris, who clearly peddled cigarettes to underage kids <laughs> on the side.
1: <laughs> Philip Morris. This
0: is his name, rough Philip name. Morris. Rough name. Yeah, mm. roll rough. Philip May Dick have Morris. <laughs> Dick Morris. May have been a person of interest. it's not confirmed that he was a person of interest. I am making him a person of interest.
1: Okay. Great. (laughs) You are dragging this man's name through the mud. You know what?
0: Armchair investigation and I'm sorry, Philip Morris, if you're listening, which you're not because you're a youth minister. Uh, I'm suspicious of you. There, I'm saying it. Okay. Mm. In the months before her death, uh, her pastor said that the teen came to him beset with problems, and it wasn't the same bubbly girl he was accustomed to. All of these different publications were talking about how "quote unquote" incredibly close these two were. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, he was adamant that he not reveal what these alleged problems she was beset with were. Mm-hmm. Pastor mm. Morris explained the bond he held with Lewis. He said it was only three months before her death that Lewis confided in him. He said, like earlier before, she wasn't the bubbly girl he was accustomed to, but rather a girl with grave spiritual questions.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Quote, she began to see life from a different perspective. He God said. forbid
1: she's 14. I know.
0: He also gave the eulogy at her funeral. Mm-hmm. Like that's how close they were i guess Mm -hmm. i don't know and i could be way off base but i am immediately suspicious of like an adult man who is being confided in by a 14 year old and like everyone in the church no offense Mm -hmm. and it's like oh yeah she told me she was struggling but i can't tell you what she said about it bye yeah right i don't like it like i don't like it um he said quote she went through a crisis three months before her disappearance it really changed her perspective on things she started evaluating her priorities but like it almost seems like he was trying to lay some sort of foundation that maybe she ran away
1: right yeah like what does this have to do with her being kidnapped Right. right which
0: in the investigative process it was completely ruled out that she had run away and yes she lived with her grandparents her parents were divorced but by all accounts it did not appear that like though that family life i'm I have to imagine is incredibly challenging and comes with its own set of struggles. Especially when you're 14, It's a very hard time in your life for any adolescent. And then to have your parents be divorced and living with your grandparents and just not really feeling that sense of like secure family life—that yeah. must be very hard. Well, who, oh, yeah. that does yeah. who not, knows? Maybe that doesn't mean that there was like abuse or anything really bizarre going on in the home. There's nothing to suggest that that was happening.
1: And different kids deal with you know, different family situations and non-traditional families in different ways. Like Absolutely. she could have been like, yeah, my parents got divorced, whatever.
0: Right. You know, or she could have been struggling with it. And maybe that's kind of what she was talking mm-hmm. about with this pastor, but he won't fucking say what she confided in him that's about That's
1: ridiculous. I'm sorry. This girl yeah. is dead. Tell us, tell at least investigators, don't tell the public, but tell investigators, yeah, it creeps
0: me what out. I don't like it. And then it could be he relevant. gets to just, yeah, he gets to just be like,
2: wow. I'm not, not necessarily pastor, defending but- him, not sharing this with investigators, but just having grown up in the Catholic church and dealing with um, confession and things like totally. that. There is, it's similar to like a psychologist's uh, oath to secrecy. Which is very true, but he's not a priest and he is not
0: like conducting or taking confession. I'm he's just saying
2: that could and probably likely is a factor in his thinking oh for
0: sure i'm sure yeah. that's what he's mm-hmm. also like leaning on as his reasoning mm-hmm. i totally understand that mm-hmm. but the 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 mere fact that he is not that means like fuck you give all the details you possibly can because if that means it could lead to an arrest mm-hmm. then you should if you're really not guilty if you don't know anything that could implicate you why are you not offering up these details freely so that we can find out what happened. To this Why person. was he
2: not? Um, what's it called when the cops like force you to come testify? I'm
0: not sure. I really don't know. And it's possible that maybe he was, and he didn't have information that led to, to interest. An and he was just straight up cleared.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, again, I'm speculating wildly. It's very possible that he did tell investigators what went on, but he was just such a creep about it in the media. And in every interview where he said the same shit over and over again, that i hate him and i think he did
1: it also like okay if someone confides in you you and you don't want to share their secrets whatever you don't like go around playing like fucking peekaboo with it to the press yeah saying oh he told me all this stuff but
0: i'm not gonna tell you yeah Mm -hmm. there's just something gross and unsettling about how he's handled this that leaves a yicky taste in my mouth Mm -hmm. um So, Chalisa's faith strengthened during that crisis, said Pastor Morris, and she also confided problems that she was having at home, which, again, he said he didn't want to discuss. Um, Chalisa lived with both her mother and her grandmother, um, and for about six months before she was killed, she was living with her grandmother, and her mother was traveling pretty consistently. Um, several of her friends at church sometimes ask Morris about the slaying and his response is so weird. Like maybe this article was just written in a really weird way. Cause I read like 10 different ones. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the immediate quote from Morris is quote well every time her song friends is played they always say that's Chalisa's song and every time they play Chalisa's song they still get very teary eyed
1: who's they what the fuck
0: like like the kids at church yeah but her he friends just at church
1: communicates so bizarrely yeah he creeps me out
0: Morris has faith that Chalisa has gone to a better place which is the thing I hate like the most in the entire world mm. um, but whether her killer will be caught is another matter okay And then he says, quote, think of that guy. You've got to have a pretty cold heart to do that. Someone has done this thing for whatever reasons we don't know. They are virtually able to do this again. That's a frightening concept.
1: Oh, my God. He communicates so strangely.
0: Yeah, I don't trust him. I straight up do not trust him. Every quote from him, I'm like, I don't like it.
1: Think of that guy. And he's done this thing for whatever reasons we don't know. Reasons we don't know. Like, I'm sorry. You don't talk about the reason someone murders a 14-year-old. There is no reason Mm, to murder a 14-year-old. It's real creepy. I'm not a fan of
0: his. Um, People have come forward. Everyone from psychics to security clerks. uh, Lots of just random people have called the police and newspapers to give tips. Uh, They told of people that they believe Appeared suspicious in the neighborhood The day that Lewis disappeared There's an odd number Of birth charts that have been done For Chalisa on the internet And here is a little information that I found That gives zero insight into her disappearance (laughs) Her son is in Sagittarius Moon in Virgo And ascendant in Capricorn Uh Aha,
1: it all makes sense now It all circles back It all makes sense Mm -hmm.
0: But Detective Richard Kronk. Pull
1: the pull lever,
0: Kronk. lever,
2: Cronk. <laughs> Cronk lever. Long lever.
0: Who is still in charge of the case? Said police, believe somebody who knew Chalisa was responsible for her abduction. So this is the theory. That's what makes it especially frustrating for family members, uh, says Chalisa's uncle Glenn Reinbold. Uh, her uncle Glenn also lived in the grandmother's house while Chalisa was living there. He was completely cleared. Mm-hmm. Um, He says, quote, I feel real bad what happened with Chalisa, real bad. It will never be all right. So, like, the whole family is obviously devastated. Yeah. He said he was working in Port Orchard the day that Chalisa disappeared. His alibi totally cleared. Her mother, Lisa, was on her way to Bremerton from Yakima. I don't know anything about. Yakima. Yakima. Yak it up, Yakima. When her daughter was abducted. Several weeks after her disappearance, um, Bremerton police canvassed the Kogian, Kogian no idea. Avenue neighborhood digging for clues and dusting for fingerprints. The FBI helped with out-of-area contacts and um, a spot on America's Most Wanted aired to help find her... But none of this worked. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, At the time, there was a $5,000 reward for information. And in 2000, that reward went up to $16,000. There still have not been any solid leads. So, again, if you think you might know something about this case or you might have someone in your life who knows something about this case, Mm -hmm. contact them. Or if you know, contact the Bremer bremerton police department at 360-473-5228 you can remain anonymous unless you want to collect that fat cash <clears throat> and you can help bring this mystery asshat to justice and give some peace of mind and closure mm-hmm. to this poor girl's family and maybe get mm-hmm. pastor philip morris arrested well
1: if you know the pastor and if He's a creeper like we thought. Definitely let us know and let the investigators know. And if you know the pastor and he's a very sweet person that we've completely dragged through the mud and we're very sorry about it, also let us know. Thank you. Yeah, I mean...
0: I'm sorry, and I'm also not that sorry. There, I said it.
1: Poor Chalisa. <laughs> we speculate
0: wildly on this show. We this do. is my theory. We do. And, like, yeah. I'm not a journalist, and I'm not an investigator. I'm just going with my gut, and that's what my gut's he telling me. Said You're creeping
1: me out. He said some creepy You're shit.
0: You're creeping me out. He did. Yep. All right. Mommy, no likey.
1: Well. Maybe. Should we thank? Let's thank. Should we give thanks? Let's give thanks to our amazing fan picker and vitamin. Ugh raven harris Bravo. Raven. raven we'll be
0: raving about you for years to yeah, come this...
1: nice job raven good job mm. and nice
0: job to you katie sutton you're cute as a button katie sutton thanks
2: for your five dollar <laughs> a month donation thanks also to maria george by george you are genius. you've got it mm.
1: uh, <laughs> shout out to <laughs> taylor no need for a last name
2: you,
0: you, we, you were tailor made to yes. be one of our friends. <laughs> I got you, girl. <laughs> Thank you as well to Jamie Tyner. The tines on this fork are not nearly as sharp as you are, Jamie. <laughs> wow! Mm.
1: It's about
0: time. You're welcome. It's about, about Tyner. <laughs> it rhymes
2: with vagina. <laughs> oh my! It's Gina. <laughs> Thank you, Jennifer Hales Kill It. You're Jennifer killing you it. it. You're killing With your it. $5 a month. <laughs> mm. Thank you, Jennifer.
1: And thank you to Megan Flippin'. You're flipping amazing. We're oh. flipping out over you're your Low-hanging fruit, <laughs> thank Megan. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> mm. I am tired. Ugh. <laughs> and Anna
0: Ford Coos. I want to give you a big consensual coos for your generous donation, Anna Ford. (laughs) A coos on the caboose.
2: Mm. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Thank you, Carolyn Boyt. Or Caroline. 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 Either one. Carolyn, Caroline. Mm -hmm. Florida Georgia Line. There we go. Thank you so much for your donation.
1: Thank you also to Kayla Schneider. Holy schnikes! We ab- Schneider hardly nor <laughs> we appreciate you.
0: <laughs> we also appreciate you, Meredith McGee. You're the Meredith Grey to my anatomy.
1: <laughs> Your anatomy oh is Lord. very gray. I've seen it. It is
0: gray. I need to go to the doctor. <laughs> Let's wrap this up.
1: <laughs> Have you also been drained of blood?
0: Oh no!
2: <laughs> All right, Sarah Chastain. Mm. I. Ch- um, no,
0: <laughs> no We relax. can't
2: chastise. I you can't abstain from praising oh. you for your oh. five
1: dollars a month, Sarah Chastain. Hello. And shout out to Samantha Marcantonio.
0: Mm, <gasps> Banderas. Oh, <wow.
1: laughs> Mark Anthony cannot hold a candle to you, Samantha Marcantonio. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Kelly
0: Caverly, you are cavalier and cave like and don't Caring. have any cavities. <laughs> Thank you for your donation. <laughs> you floss every
1: day. Yeah,
2: I can tell from here. All right. Thank you, Nikki Mustafa. Mm-hmm. Get it. Color me grateful. Ooh. Mustafa. Nikki Minaj. Melanie. Thank you so much, Cotty. Cotty. And shout out to Melly. Ooh. Uh,
0: You ain't smelly
1: (laughs) Melly You are gonna be getting a fucking patriarchy Flexible wine glass In the mail Shout out Melly Mm. Melly, Melly, Melly
0: You know who else is getting a fucking patriarchy Flexible wine glass in the mail Is Molly Fanny You bet your sweet Fanny You're getting one of them wine glasses in the mail
1: Fanny means vagina In British English
0: that is Fanny? interesting.
1: Mm-hmm. It means
2: butt here. I know. It sure do.
0: But it means The Brits Gucci. are a dirty lot. Mm-hmm.
2: They flipped? They did a 180? hmm They just My. went
0: north a little bit.
2: <laughs> well, north, of right. north of Peniston. North of Peniston. North of Peniston. Carrie Wirtz. Could have mm. done worse with your $10 a month. <laughs> Thank you so much for your donation. Nice,
1: <laughs> Proud of you. And Alexandra Riley, you rile us up with your $10 a month. Thank you, Alexandra. Mm.
0: Okay, here we go. Ashley Thompson. <laughs> I was trying to think of how to make Ashley Thompson into something. As uh, I, I mean, Ashley, come on. Ashley
1: Thompson.
0: <laughs> Ashley Thompson. How do hardly I hardly knew my, her? Thompson hardly know her. God, I'm so grateful for you, and I'm so sorry that your name is giving me nothing right now. You should be ashamed. Endless love for you. <laughs>
1: you should be ashamed. Ah uh, shlamed.
0: There, Lucy took it for me. Good work. Schlam.
2: Schlam. 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 Okay. slam. Thank you, McKenna Werner. Mm. We weren't you weren't were our hearts mm. with your ten dollars a month, McKenna. Thank you. Thank
1: you so much. And thank you to Jessica. Mm. Uh, we're saying Jessica's Jessica. Jessica's like Cher.
0: Jessica doesn't need a last name. Yeah. We
1: are saying Jessica <laughs> to you, Jessica. Thank you so much. Kenyon's mm. done. I am so checked out. We're getting out. close.
0: Uh. And thank you to Gabby Tanaro. I want to Gabby with you tomorrow because you seem really interesting and fun.
2: Let's talk. Very out. And thank you for your donation. Thank you, Staley Ross. Hello. Ooh. What a cool name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Stay a while, Stay Lee. Mm-hmm. Mm. Thank you so much lean for your time, Lean into books. it. <laughs> Lay- Stay and lean into it. <sighs>
1: and Celeste. It's kicking off our trash queen category. Kenyon's
2: getting all
0: the last nameless folks, yeah. these like cool shares and Madonnas <laughs> that are yeah. out there. And last
2: nameless.
1: Celeste. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Celeste, you're going to be getting some dusty, dusty trash from Lucy's wow. house. And uh, She's I'm got add extra dust. She's got for you. some good shit, let me tell you. Celestial dust. Ugh, we are burnt stuff.
0: Shit. Um, Jackie Thomas, you're also going to get jacked up with some Tomass trash. <laughs> it's supposed to sound like hot ass, mm-hmm. but I didn't try that hard. But
2: you got this. It's coming. I do, in fact, have some Tomass trash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Emma Jordan, Emma going to send you some trash as well. got <laughs> <Ta-da>. it. <laughs> Thank you so much.
1: And shout out to Angie and Marta Wells Who gave $10 once off They said go all out with the puns But unfortunately my brain has gone all out With none Wells Angie and Marta
0: Ask and you shall receive (laughs) Um,
1: It was not very smarta of us To include you at the end This (laughs) was
0: executed
1: very well Kenyon and is angier evaded by <laughs> I am feeling fun. Angious. Like anxious. <laughs> we get it.
0: Okay. Wells, wells, wells. Wells, um, we're moving
2: on now. We're moving
0: on. <laughs> to Sarah Duncan of the Salacious History Podcast. Thank you for your $25 once-off donation. And you should know. That history is a lot dirtier than you think. Oh. Salacious History explores moments in history that were shaped by sex, romance, and people who were generally down to clown. Oh, okay, I'm here yes. for the Salacious History podcast. Loving it. Yep.
2: Yep, yep, yep. Last but not least, we got Erica Shermer. Mm, you're giving heart, me a heart murmur, Erica more Shermer. More than a murmur. $25 mm. once off. Thank you so much. And Erica is donating on behalf of Elizabeth Shanaman's birthday on April 1st. That is the day that we are recording this. So it's going to be literally a today. Happy few days birthday. late when this airs. But thank you for your donation. Also, happy birthday to Elizabeth Shanaman. A few days late. Erica says Shanaman. she's a real queen. Shanaman, ding dong. She's a real queen, and she started my obsession with the gals. Love oh it. Oh, my gosh. god, She's bless. a gateway gal.
1: Gateway gal. I love it. Gateway
2: gal. Gateway if gal. If you have introduced one of your
0: gals, mm-hmm. which tag, gals tag cover the entire gals. spectrum of general of gen, uh, uh, yeah, wait. cover the entire spectrum of gender, then you are a gateway gal. Yep.
2: Love it. Love it. Thank you Ugh. so much. All right. We'll see you next week, y'all. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Wine and Crime. Our cover art is by Kala Yip. Music by Phil Young and Corey Wendell. Editing by Jonathan Camp. Check out our website and blog at wine and You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Wine and Crime Pod. If you have questions, answers, or recommendations to share, email us at wine and at gmail.com. Episodes are available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, basically wherever you get your podcasts. Most importantly, if you like the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. It really is the best way to spread the word. If you'd like to show your support and get a shout out on air, visit our Patreon page to keep this podcast and the wine flowing. Cheers! (laughs)